Morgan Rose. Scott Bowling. Oh, yeah. Yep. I know you got an MRI and all this stuff. I got to be gentle. <laughs> you fucking slammed Yeah, I'm sorry, it. man. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> and you're watching Good Company. Oh, yeah. Scott Bowling. Morgan Rose. Good Company. Good Company. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Do we have two intros? <laughs> Hey guys, my name is Scott Bowling and you're watching Good Company. Today we have returning back to the show, Mr. Morgan Rose. For the 16th time. Yes, dude. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, Thank the Zoom you. interviews are awesome too, man. Thanks. We had yeah, uh, Mikey on fun. here. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and I actually brought this up here. Look at this. Straight up. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It was, man. Angel Son, though, like... Um, Lejean, did he write the lyrics? That's insane. Like, I always hear him talking about he was in the studio and it was dark and he was like, the lyrics just came to me. You know? Yeah, I mean. You guys had the music written? No, I mean, Clint had like, Clint and Mikey, I think, were the ones that really put the music together. And then we were in the studio. I mean, I don't even know if I've ever told anybody this because I've gotten. A lot of like, a lot of people were like, "Man, that groove is really cool." You know, they do in that verse. I'm pretty sure that Sonny might have actually written the groove to that drum part. <laughs> but I mean, Sonny did. Yeah, I mean, I think that he was like, I think I was playing it, and I mean, God, I'm so off base because I barely remember what I had for lunch yesterday. But I, I do believe that I was playing something, and Sonny came in, and he was like, "What if it was like?" You know, because he's cool as shit, you know, he's got his, he's so suave, you know, and the way that he did, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, you know, cool, I'll take that, you know, but I'm pretty sure that he might have had something to do for sure. I'll give him definitely some credit for the, the drum part, but um, so the, the music was happening, like right there, we were putting the music together, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and then LeSean was in another room, yeah, you know, in his own world. Yeah, I mean, I should ask him this, but it's just, I always know that you and Clint write a lot of the lyrics, man. So that was, it's crazy, man, that he could. I can't even remember who wrote the. And you did, the drum part was like, uh, that was from a snot drum riff, right? Like, sometimes I lie or like. I just lie. Yeah, I just lie. Yeah, didn't you Didn't you kind of steal the, the, the drum I mean, pattern? shit, man. See, I man, just, I'm calling you out, Jesus bro. <laughs> I just went from plagiarism just to lying. <laughs> plagiarism to thief. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> not consciously. Not consciously, but it's possible. Plead the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah plead the fifth. Anyway, but yeah, uh, but it was, it was good, man. I love this It was album. a great experience. I mean, you know, because it was such a horrible situation. I mean... You know, that's that was the first person that we all had lost in the industry. And mm-hmm. we were so close to them and, and you know, are always going to be close to them. We're linked. Um, but I, I mean, it's like when people talk about where they were when Kennedy died or stuff like that. It's like, I know where I was when Lynn died. You know, I remember where we were. I remember being in the back of the bus and our tour manager coming in and saying it. And I just, you know... It's crushing, you know. Yeah. So, 
unfortunately, we've lost a lot more people since then, and it it does feel different after you've had it happen over and over. It's like the seventh person. To but that pass was the away. first person. That was the first to one. Yeah. What about Dave Williams? Were you close to him? Very close. Yeah. yeah, we took them out before they even had a deal. We were very close, you know, to Dave, and Dave was like best friends with John's wife. You know, we met Dave before John and his wife were even together. So we were friends with, with Lori, with John's wife, and uh, we'd go into Dallas and he would always come and oh, we'd yeah. hang out. We would take them out. Really? I always thought it was like, you know, he's just cool, man. You know, I don't know what their band's ever gonna do, you know, <laughs> but he's just cool, you know, and the next thing you know, we're like, hey man, you know, can we open up for you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> it's like, but yeah, that was another big one. You, know, you drank a lot. with like, uh, you drank with Dimebag, and you drank with uh, Dave Williams. Like, who do you think could could hold their own back in the day? Oh, <laughs> it God, was it's no, who could drink. I more. mean, bless bless both their hearts, you know. But I mean, Daryl was horrific. Yeah, yeah. Was he like? Did he drink more than Vinny? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, my favorite Daryl story is uh, we played in Florida one day, and I had. I was in bad shape. Like I knew it was a festival show. It was Damage Plan. Uh, yeah, Damage Plan was playing, and um, I knew we were going to see him the next day. And I was already like, I know tomorrow is going to be rough. Like it was late at <laughs> night. I told my bus driver, I'm like, dude, wherever you see Damage Plan park, park far away from that bus. Like I, I can't do it. Like there's no way I'll be able to do oh, it. Yeah. And uh, so we parked pretty far. You know. <laughs> relatively far away from them and then it was weird because like i wake up and it's you know defcon 3 hangover i'm like this is bad but yeah you know we still got like five or six hours before i go on i'm like god it's damage plan so daryl goes on in like two hours and i'm like i don't even know if i want him to see me like I don't even want to go. I want to see him. I want to watch him, but I don't even want him to like put eyes on me because he'll be oh yeah, you know or something. And uh, <laughs> no, I it contact. ain't happening, you know. So I've like hung in there for a few hours, and then they were going on, and I I remember going to the side of the stage and like trying to like hide behind people and just get my little piece. And if I saw his hair moving that way, I'm like, you know, so I'm hiding from him. He's killing it. So and you're hung over. Oh, but he's not hung over. Like, well, the the problem was is I never got eye contact with him, you know. <laughs> so I let it go, and then the show ends, and then I go back to the bus, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna calm down some more, you know, and try to get my bearings here. And then we go up and play, and I'm not sure if I saw him. I don't think I saw him, and that bummed me out. I was like, that's bullshit. Mm. So I go back to the bus and then, you know, you sweat it out a little bit and I go back to the bus and then I'm like, I feel like shit still. I'm not drinking, but I have to see my boys, you know? So I'm like, where's our bus at? And I go over there and I get in the bus and <laughs> Vinny's having a drink, you know, nothing crazy. And there's a bunch of people on there and I look and sitting at the table is Daryl and he's like this. And he goes, <laughs> and I'm like, he didn't look good. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I walk in, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, bro? <laughs> and he goes, it's a bad one. It's a bad one. I, I didn't even have a cocktail. I, I had one, I think I had one cocktail today. 
And I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude, I've been avoiding you all day. He goes, I've been avoiding you all day. So I'm like, holy That's shit, good. dude. I'm like, we could have hung out all day, you know, but we didn't want to see each other. We were afraid, you know, that it could get weird. So, then, so the beauty That's of the whole good. thing is he's making black teeth for people, but and he looks at me, he's like, and I'm like, hell no, you. And he goes, you know, so he's, we've, I've never seen him tap out yeah, like that. Nobody has. And I'm like, holy shit, we're both, it's dark out, day is done, we've done our work, we did a good job, and we're not having it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. everybody else is partying. And finally I look at him and I'm like, you wanna just do one? And he goes- You, you said that? Yeah, he goes, I mean, we could try one. <laughs> and that was that, that was that. <laughs> then it was one and he went, one down a little easier than I thought it would. And I'm like, yeah, it did, didn't it? And it was like, boom. And then before you knew it, the next day it was, who are we going to see today that I got to avoid? You know, but yeah, it was always Dude, that's good times. Awesome. Yeah. I love that story. Yeah, man. that's the truth. Dude, you have, a, um, you have a new solo record coming out, and I want to talk about it, but before we talk about it, let's that, talk about Alien Freeware. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Enough about the Seven Dust and the, and the record and all that. <laughs> Hold on. Let's talk about. Oh, Stiff man. Kitty. Look at that. See? Greatest. Greatest band name ever. Greatest band I something. Just, I tried to wear this shirt today and I was like, I'm not in shape. Yeah, oh God, <laughs> neither am I. I don't know if anybody's in shape. Who, who decided to come up with the, uh, to put this on a shirt, man? Was this you or Trevor? It was definitely not me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, love I think it. it was Trevor, though. It might have, yeah, it had to be Trevor. Yeah, it was cool, man. It's um, one of my first bands, yeah. That's where I met everybody that's in the band. Th through Stiff yeah. Kitty? Well, that was like when we were playing the circuit. You know, John was in Peace Dogs, and I didn't meet LeJean until later. LeJean was probably like five years old when that band was together. <laughs> um, but Vinny was in The Blondes. And the Clint, Blondes? Yeah. That was her name? I've never the heard Blondes. that before. Yeah, I love he it. He played bass in The Blondes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vinny's the hardest guy to like contact. I'm like... I'm like, you want to yeah. be on the show? And he's like, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, buddy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, man. You just, just call me up. See you later. <laughs> yeah, see you Never later. Hear just call me. <laughs> yeah. Three years later, man. You want to be on the show? Of course I do. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, man. I've never heard that. The, the blondes, that. though. Yeah, the blondes. And then Clint was in Still Rain. So we were all doing our little thing. Yeah. We looked a little different. I thought Stiff Kitty was a good name, but the blondes is pretty good. <laughs> Guess what color hair they all had? <laughs> <laughs> when they had hair. They all, well, actually, yeah, most of them still do. Actually, those dudes are doing really good, too. Like Nathan and, uh, and Steve and, God, maybe even Dennis. Um, they have an Aerosmith uh, Pandora's Box Band. That, oh, cool. Yeah, shit's real. I mean, it's real good. Dude, I gotta have Vinny on the show because I know he's he's in a band right now, right? Like he's doing he's, something. He's got a million bands. Does he? Yeah, like everybody's he's like, so you know, I wonder what Vinny's doing. Yeah, Vinny's he's on social doing media. everything. He just got on. Did he? Like, like really two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess. I'm like, are you really gonna do this? <laughs> he's posting like crazy. <laughs> Going to the pool. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, good, man. He's the best. I mean, he's he's the dad of the band. You Is know? he? Yeah. He's I mean, funny too, man. Like it seems like he gets funnier and funnier. Like <laughs> yeah, it'll never stop. When you guys do um, Seven Us, you always guys do like making of the albums and stuff. <laughs> he is hilarious, man. Oh, yeah, he's he's like, are we rock? I don't know. Are we country? <laughs> 
Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's You're hilarious. Goddamn right. Yeah, <laughs> he's hilarious. He's man. The, it's all natural. Does he know? smoke like that all the time? He smokes like a chain. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. He like, does. Right when he wakes up, he's smoking. I, mean, I was like, this is on camera. It's incense. Uh, I mean, it gets to the point where it's just constantly lit. Like, it's just in the ashtray. You know, it's just, damn, ash, the, the thing might be, that the ash might be that long, you know, and he's like, oh, shit. We should do a whole episode on Vinny. <laughs> oh, dude, it'd be the They'd best. They'd be like a reality show. Yeah, oh, Vinny, easy, dude. easy. Yeah, um, he's the character, like, of the band, there's no question that he's the boss. Before COVID, uh, we were talking about some of this animosity doing from start to finish. What What is this in the future now? <laughs> Well, I guess we've got to wait 40 years. No, yeah. <laughs> Play to an empty room and just yeah. do the whole album. Something. You know, I don't know what's going on. This gotten. is my We're absolute gonna... favorite seven of this record. Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably mine, too. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's just like everything that was going on was cool then for us. You know, we were, we had no idea that the fucking train was going to start, you know, getting wobbly. So, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It took a long time to write that record. But you weren't rushed like the Home album, right? Because no. the Home was like It took super... us a year to do that record. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, it it could have taken us two months max, but we, we were given the time and mm. we needed the break. You know, we'd done two records and two tours where it was like 39... 39 out of 42 months we were on the road so it was like the the world needed a break from us you know <laughs> and uh how did you get like i love like one of my favorite seven of the songs is aaron from yeah. stain how did you like how'd you get him on the track and were you guys just we were close with together? them yeah we did uh well we did the first record we were out with limp biscuit and they did a few shows because fred was was dealing with them and then we did home the first tour that we did off a of home, Stained was opening up, and it was Stained, Skunk and Nancy, Power Man 5000. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then, you know, then it happened again where, you know, they had, it's been a while. Mm. Uh, outside, I think, I think all that came out around the same time. So they were just like, I mean, it was such a weird thing, you know, it was like first record, we're opening first with Power Man. Second record, Power Man's playing before Stained. Then Power Man did like Worlds Collide and they were actually like as big as us on that record and then Stain does that and then Stain kind of just went on and then Power Man, you know, we jumped them a little bit. I mean, it was this this weird like thing going on. But yeah, for a while it was like if you open up for Seven Dust, you're guaranteed to be <laughs> big as shit. Yeah, because Creed opened up for you guys for a while, right? No, oh, well, I don't know if Creed played before us, but I mean, the list is big. Yeah. Godsmack, Disturbed, Stained, System of a Down, Incubus. I don't know. Name any yeah, other man. big band. Metallica. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like, just about everybody had at one point. You know. Dude, man, I, but I love Animosity, man. That that record, and and I'm like, oh, you got like behind you have all your drum heads, and we need Animosity from yeah. start to finish. Yeah. Or I just need a drum. We're head. gonna do it. Like, I mean, Clint. Uh, I was talking to Clint the other day, and we were talking about, I mean, everything is so, like, up in the air right now. It's crazy, now. yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, we'll we'll probably miss the 20-year anniversary on that, because it's this year, you know? Oh, it is this year. So. That would be cool if you released, like, we're new gonna merch and stuff, it. like, 
animosity we, shirts. We want to. I mean, I know. I know we're going to do it. It could end up being next year. I mean, the climate is so crazy. It's like, you know, Clint has a solo record. You know, I don't want to like jump into no, no. jump into your interview here and, and tell you, you the whole thing. But it's like, you know, we do the new Seven Us record we did in October to get it over with, basically. Like, you know, not not to cut it, you know, shortchange it, but just to like, this is our window. Like, yeah. let's do it here. And John and Clint had written a bunch of riffs, you know, so it was like, okay, we've got enough music to like give it a shot here. We even had said, you know, if it's not good enough, then we'll we'll find another window and finish it later because we were planning on being done for a year. Mm. So the idea was Clint's going to do a solo record. He was already working on it. You know, it was already done when we were doing the Seven Dust record. So it's like, you know, here Clint comes with this unbelievable record, like, floored me Amazing. i didn't even listen to it like i was like i don't even want to hear it until really? it until it comes you know like until it's done i don't want to hear it i just want to hear it when it's done and uh and i'm super close with him you know so i don't know i i wanted to hear it in its entirety i had nothing to do with it you that's know? interesting so i wanted to be a fan of it you know yeah. i wanted to wait i wanted to go back to old school like i gotta <laughs> wait you know so i got it and i'm like dude this is crazy best thing he's done oh otherwise it's mind-blowing so i was like now i'm pissed i'm not in the band you know <laughs> so now i'm like hey man how's everything going out there you know <laughs> immediately um but i was very supportive of it because i love him dearly you know and i know how much it meant to him and so i was probably more heartbroken than he was when the world shut down over it because yeah. I was like, this is his opportunity. Like right now is really his time. I mean, he had a tour that was set with star set. He had uh, festival shows that in front of thousands, tens of thousands of yeah. people that were booked. Um, and it was all just wiped away. And, uh, you know, but I get it now a little bit more, even though I never plan on touring my solo thing. That was just like, I want to, I just want to do this, you know. I want to see if I can sing a record. Um, you had this idea after his solo album came out. Yeah, we had talked about it, me and him. He was working like, together. Well, he just said you need to do a solo record, you know, because you can sing, and people don't know. A it. lot of people don't know that. They think you just, rah, 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 you know, they used to call it Scarecrow, the, right? Cr the Crow, the Crow, yeah, Scarecrow, yeah. the yeah. Crow. Yeah. Same deal. Yeah, yeah. But this album's not like your solo album's not that, right? You're singing. Yeah, I'm singing. There's a few little barking moments, you know, but I mean, it's it's singing, you know. Have, have you been singing for Seven Dust like that for a while? Because we all, we always we always hear that like the heavy. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, anybody that has an idea, you know, like the way Seven Dust works is that it's like anybody can have an idea. So, and usually a lot of times it's Clint because and John as well, but they write the riffs, you know. So it's understandable that when you're writing a riff, you know, you're humming you know a melody you know so there'll be caveman vocals where it's like you know the words don't even say anything it's just syllables or something you know but there's a cadence or a rhythmic pattern to it and uh but sometimes you know they'll be burning through material so much that they'll just send this music out to everybody and then i'm like well i'm not playing drums right now so i'll just write a vocal idea mm. you know it goes to, to Lejean, me, you know, everybody gets it the same way. And uh, 
so yeah, there's been many moments that I would go in there and be like, you know, hey man, I got this idea. Let me just sing this little verse idea. Yeah. So I would go in and I'd be like, you know, sing this verse, and I'm like, dude, Lejean's gonna kill that shit. <laughs> and then that was it. And it didn't have to be good. It didn't yeah. have to be great. You know, I mean, stick know. it on the tuner, man, and make it sound, you know, to where he doesn't follow, like, you know, doesn't hear like a fart note, you know, like right. it's decent. So that was the way I treated that. And then it was like, okay, you're going to do a solo record. And then it's like, no, it's got to be good. <laughs> and then it's like, no, we're going to need a bunch of those. You know, like, let's sing that five or six times. And I'm like, well, okay, fuck this singing thing. Where dude. did you record it at? L.A. You went to L.A.? Well, so the story is, is that Clint is doing his EP after this, you know, like yeah. the one he just released. So he's doing an EP and... My girlfriend is also an engineer at a studio in L.A. So L.A. was completely shut down, but she's got the keys to the studio and there's no one in there and we're living together. So it's like you don't have to worry about social distancing. I mean, we're not doing that. (laughs) So um, I was like, hey, man, you know, send me a track. I'll play drums on it. I got a studio. I can do it for free right now. He's like, oh yeah, you know, it sounds great. And I'm like, cool, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start manipulating my way into the Clint Lowry solo band now. You know, that was like, <laughs> like my, that was up. my, yeah, it's like, that's my idea. So I'm like, yeah, man, I'm gonna kill this. So he sends it to us, you know, we get all the files, she puts it in there, I'm in the, in the, you know, in the studio with her, and it's just me and her, and I'm like, how cool is this? I'm gonna go in the room, play some drums, peacock a little bit for my girlfriend. You know, this is going to be great. And then I sit down. I'm like, let me hear, let me hear that shit one more time. Yeah. And I realized the minute that I hit the drums, I realized you haven't played the drums in like seven months. Like it just hits me. Like it's been like, well, I mean, I played the acoustic run, but this is but like. But you haven't played behind the kit. No, I haven't really been behind the kit, you know, since before I was six. So yeah. I'm like. You can't play the drums anymore, dude. Like I just realized, I'm like, holy shit, man. Like, rusty is not the word. You know, I, I'm fucked. So I was like, let me just chill and jam for a minute. So now it went from this excitement and this peacock <laughs> moment to like, why don't you go to the house, tell Clint that, you know, I got hit by a car and, you know, I'll call him in a few days. You know, don't call me, I'll call you. And, uh, so it took me a while and then I kind of started to feel it a little bit and I'm like, okay, you know, we can put this together. We can make this work. And I did, I did the drums and I kind of stayed a little close to what his idea was anyway. And he gets it and I hear nothing. And then like a few days later he goes, man, you know, I think I'm going to go like this program route. Oh. And I'm like, it sucks. Did you cry? Like, it was, I was like, like one little tear. Like, there was like, out. definitely initially, I was like, when I didn't hear from him for a few days, I knew it was uh, shit. That's and sucks. I'm like, yeah, you're a piece of shit. You can't play the drums anymore. <laughs> Do you whisper that to him? I did to me. And he might have heard it. But so I'm like, damn, man. Like, it went from that whole peacock thing to I'm looking at her going, you don't love me. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> but uh but what ended up happening through it was that he actually did go the program route which i thought was a good move you know i mean when i played it it didn't sound as cool as what was already there i knew it when i sent it to him i was like there's something cooler about this like he's all over the place he likes to yeah clint likes to be all you know his, his diversity is crazy 
So it's like, this was more of that vibe and it worked. And now that it's out, I'm like, of course, dude. Like, it's way better. It's that crazy way. as programmed because I don't even think about it when I hear it. It just sounds, to me, it sounds like drums. I, I don't, yeah, I don't he's, think programmed. He's unreal. Like, I mean, his his diversity and his ideas and things, I mean, his mind works crazy. Yeah. And so, but what happened through it was, and I keep saying this, I'm like, I think he felt guilty. I think he felt like, that's my boy, man. And I just fucked him. You know, so, hey, man. You need to do that solo record, man. And uh. I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I really need to do this. And play drums on it too, right? You know? Why don't you send the program guy over to do the drums for it? So I'm like, yeah, oh, man. That's so funny, you know? dude. And that's kind of how I was. I was like, yeah, man, you know, that'd be cool. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to send you some music mm-hmm. and just go in and, you know, play drums on it and sing on it and, you know, have fun with it, man. You need to do it. Like, you could do it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So he sends me this song over and, I mean, zero pressure. I'm just like, you can't do anything in Los Angeles. I'd gone to Los Angeles March 6th to, like, hang out with my girlfriend for three days and I ended up being there for two months. Wow. So It shut down. Yeah, shut down while I was there. And those three days is when it went down. So it's towards the end of those two months and I'm like, well, I got this song. You want to go to the studio? And she goes, yeah, yeah, let's go. So we go over there and I'm like, yeah, I wrote some words to it. You know, I think they're kind of cool and totally nonchalant, like no big deal. Like it, there's nothing else to do. Let's go play mm-hmm. some music. And uh, so I sing it, play some drums on it, do it all in a night. And uh, I'm like, it sounds pretty good. You know, like this is, sounds all right. And uh, I sent it to Clint. He's like, dude, that's great. I sent it to my manager, and he's like, is that you singing? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And then he calls Clint. He goes, is that really him singing? You know, like, I didn't know he actually sang. So I'm like, yeah, man, it's me, you know, whatever. And I leave May 6th, two months to the day, and I go home. And the next day after I get home, my manager has sent it to Rise and said, by the way, this is Morgan singing and he's going to do a solo record. Are you guys interested? And they heard the song. And uh, I think it was, the question was, yeah, we, let's hear some more. And he said, well, that's all he's got right now. It's the first one that he did. So are you in? You know, because he's got other people that he can talk to. And they said, nope, we're in. Wow. And I get a phone call the day after I get home. And they're like, oh, you got a record deal with Rise. And I'm like, one song. One song. Dude, Rise has been awesome for you guys, man. Yeah, they've been, yeah. without question, the most supportive people I mean, so Rise picked up Clint, with. you, yeah. John? They pick up John? I don't think they did John's thing, because John was with, uh, I don't know who he's with. He's yeah. with another label. Somebody. Yeah, projected. he was with somebody else. And he's almost done with his record. Oh, and his then, next one? Yeah, that Dude, one's, he did that one's massive, done. Massive, like, double album, man. It's... It's amazing, like how many years you guys have been doing this, and you still come up with all these riffs and songs. They just flood out. I mean, you guys could do a double album or something. You know what I mean, like, like no, it's just we consistent. had over a hundred songs for the last, not this record that we just did in last year, but the one before that. Uh, all I see is war. There was over a yeah. hundred songs. Hundred songs. Yeah, right? yeah. You guys should like release an album of unreleased <laughs> songs. You or could something. do fifty of them. And those dudes just write all day. That's all I do. Oh, that's it's, cool, man. It must be really, really fun to be that driven. 
Um, <laughs> I like you know, it. One I time I heard them. you in an interview and you're you're talking about John. You're like, man, it makes me mad. Like how oh, disciplined he is. Yeah, he's fucking annoying. <laughs> Still to this day, yeah, guy runs like forty miles. Yeah, bikes another hundred. The same way too. Oh man. yeah, both and, of them. Yeah, but it's no. I mean, that's that's what that's the heartbeat of the band, though. I mean, those guys write the riffs. Yeah, you know, without that drive, I mean, they find a way to squeeze all that into a day. I mean, both of them. Clint is a yeah, Terminator, and John is maybe even worse. You know, I mean, those guys are like working out like they're in competition, and John is. You know, but it's like those guys work out. They father their kids. They are husbands to their wives, and then they find a way to write a hundred fucking songs. You know. Yeah. That's yeah good it's point. eight o'clock at night, and I'm like, I didn't do shit today. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I look at my my steps. You know, I'm like. 48 steps. It's 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> 48 steps. Oh, God. Uh, when you, like, like, so when Clint was talking about playing live, doing the solo thing, he was like, I got to front this band. This is a big thing. What about you, man? Have you thought about Hell that? Hell like, no, it's never going to happen. Yeah, it was not, no tour. <laughs> never, never. I mean, if I ever did a show with it, I wouldn't sing it. I'd play drums on it, but I mean... Again, it's like an EP. You know, I did five songs. Oh, it's just five songs. Yeah, okay, I didn't it know was, that. Yeah, and I did it in ten days. You know, it was like, you know, it was, it was challenging. You know, it was different than, than what I had anticipated. You know, because I did the one song with no pressure. I'm like, this is easy. Yeah. And then it was like, you got a record deal, and it was like, you know, <laughs> everything's weird. You know, so I'd go in there and, you know. When you go in there, are you by yourself? Like, is this like. Just me and Lizzie, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'd sit in there. She'd tell me it was great. I'd say, it's fucking terrible. You're lying to me. You know, let's do it again. <laughs> you need Rick Rubin just sit on the couch and tell you, yeah. you're doing good. Yeah, it sounds good to <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it was, it was done really quick. And uh, she was a champ because, I mean, to be in a relationship and then having your man in there going fucking crazy because i was losing it yeah Many, almost every time that we were in there i would have some sort of breakdown you know really the Is vocals this... were way different than i thought you know like the screaming thing you know you do a concert and you bark you know every now and again yeah. and it's no big deal you have to bark over and over and over to get the right one Right. You know, live, it's like, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad, it's done. You know, one <laughs> shot, you know. But when you're in the studio, it's like you got to do it over and over. So doing some of those screams in the studio, I knew that from before. It's gotten worse as I got older where it's like the headache is like, holy shit. And then some of the singing stuff was like holding notes out. I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm getting a headache. Like, I'm getting to the point where if I even talk, it hurts. So... That was the first thing, and then I blew my voice out the first night. Like the very first night we were tracking, I went in there and I sang this thing and it was really cool. And then at the end of the night, she was like, you know, your voice is hoarse. I was like, oh, I'm all good. And the next day we went in there, gone. And I was like, we got nine days to do, you know, three more songs. How the fuck am I going to do this? You know, but... uh. What'd you do? I called, <laughs> I called the other dudes. I called, I called Clint. <laughs> I called Clint and John. I'm like, and John was actually, I mean, Clint was telling me, you know, it'll be fine, man. You know, just give it a few days. Try yeah. not to talk too much, you know. And then I'm on the phone right away talking all day. <laughs> and my girlfriend's like, you know, 
I'd get off the phone. She goes, yep, better way to rest the voice. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I am, I'm not doing, I'm not singing. Huh. Oh shit, I got a call. That, and she goes, oh Jesus, you know, like, yeah. I wasn't, I, I'm not real good at following rules yeah, and yeah. direction. Um, so then I called John and John was like, dude, it's all good. He goes, it'll be stronger when it comes back. So it's almost like you broke it and then just give it a second, try to treat it yeah. as good as you can. And then when it comes back, you'll be all right. And and it was pretty much like that. I yeah, mean, that's crazy. It'd be stronger. I never thought about that. It's like, like break it down, callous that's... down or something, yeah. you know. But I definitely gained a whole new respect for Lejean, a uh, whole new respect for Clint, who was calling me saying I'm nervous about going on this tour. And I was like... Pfft. <laughs> whatever you know yeah, go just, and sing the sing. fucking song dude like you can sing sing the song and it's like now i'm like oh damn you know this is what it must have been like so i couldn't empathize with those guys until i did this and yeah. now i'm like i look at lejean and it's mind-blowing to me that he hasn't lost his voice yeah especially on your first album how many like year round you guys toured <laughs> like it was record 460 some 462 and shows on how the does first he keep record. his voice i guess you're young back then but you know he doesn't lose it now like it's just and I, and the funny thing is is that i remember like being on the road over the last few years you know where it'd be like you know how you doing man voice is just tired man and i'm like and i'm sitting here in my mind thinking you know you're standing up there singing, dude. I'm back there slinging shit. You know, I'm screaming back there too. You yeah. Know? And I'm thinking like that. And now I'm like, I get it. <laughs> My bad. You know, I get it. Like now it's like if he tells me his voice is tired, I'll be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I get it. I totally get hey, it. That's so cool, man. Um, so you guys also did Seven Dust cover song just dropped. The day yeah. I tried to live. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how did you guys decide to do a cover song? We have not done a bunch of those, you know. And I don't, when's the last time you did? You did schools out, right? Yeah, that was a real long time ago. <laughs> That's then the only we, one I remember. We did um, Inner City Blues. I remember that yep. Marvin Gaye, right? That yep. was awesome. That was yep. off seasons. Yes, great song. Um, so it's like we just. I mean, there was this. I. I I don't re I don't even know why we didn't do them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I when I put the band together, it was about getting diversity. So everybody was kind of into something a little different, but kind of liked everything that the other one was into, but that wasn't their thing. So it's like, you know, to run up with a cover, it's like, yeah, we could definitely do, you know, things that probably people wouldn't recognize, you know. Yeah. As far as like popular music, um, I mean, it started with with me and Clint. Like, I one of the two, one of us said we should do a Cornell cover, you know, mm -hmm. just to do it. And that's real easy, not real easy, but it's easier for us to say than to put that on Lejean, because you're you know yeah, you're talking the other about one guys, of the greatest singers yeah, ever, no question, right? And uh, and the band is one of the greatest bands of all time, but. We know that Chris Cornell is a that's a lot to bite off. Um, so the idea was it it's not like it has to be a Soundgarden song, you know, but let's look at it like Audio Slave or Solo or and um, so we had just kind of chirped about it and then it was no big deal. Then it was like, you know, we didn't make a big deal about it. And then we're in there doing the record and 
one of the nights after tracking that day, it was we were bringing it up again, and then Elvis was like, "Got to do it," and I was, you know, we we're like, "Let's do it." And then it got really crazy. It was like, you know, maybe we'll get Miles to sing it because Miles can definitely, you know, do this. Yeah, and um, and that didn't work out. And oh, you tried it, it? You tried it with Miles? We had talked about doing it with Miles, oh. but Miles wasn't available to do it. And then it was, maybe we do Ian Thornley. He can do it too, uh -huh. you know? And then it was like, man, you know, if we're going to do it, we need to do it. You know, like this isn't about that. I mean, if we want to do it, let's try to do it. And um, so then we started going through songs. And that was tough because... The, the meanings of these songs are really touchy, you know? Mm. So it's like, okay, you know, where can we go here? Where can we find a song that isn't going to be, you know, something that's too abrasive and something that's not Cornell crazy, you know, where yeah. it's like no one can get there, you know? Don't do that to LeJean, you know? <laughs> like, it's not going to work. So... Me and Clint talked about it the other day. I don't know who it was that came up with that. It might have been me. It might have been Elvis. I don't know. I don't care. But somebody mentioned Day I Tried to Live. And all I was focusing on was how high does he get and when does he do it and how often. Mm. You know, that was the initial thing. Like, I don't want to get excited about something that's undoable. Yeah. And uh, so then it was like, this is challenging, but this can happen. Mm. And uh, so Lejean has a, be I mean, Lejean's voice is Lejean's voice, but as far as range goes, you know, I can scream my way into an area where he is. Yeah. So I was like, let's f fuck around with the music and then I'll go in there and scratch a vocal and see what happens. And I went in there and doing it like they did it, it was like never going to happen. <laughs> you know, like if Lejean, Lejean can do way better than me, but that is like up there. Yeah. When you get up there, it's like... Can you just tune down? Or is it... We started doing that. Yeah. It was like, how low can we go before it sounds like typo negative? You know? <laughs> girl, troll, <laughs> you know, it's you like, should do Cinnamon Girl or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, let's, let's see where we can get with this, where it's respectable. You know, no question, one of our favorite bands of all time and, and our favorite singer. So it's like... You know, let's let's try it here, and um, and the whole idea through the whole thing was if it. I was telling somebody in here today. I was like, we were like, if it doesn't work, then we destroy the drive. Like it never ever is kept. Like I don't I don't want a crumb of it yeah. alive. Like it's such a touchy thing and really sensitive yeah. that it's like you have to do it justice or else it has no business. And, so uh, you guys did the song first, and then you, you're basically coaching Lejean to sing. No, no, we didn't coach anything. He went in there and did it. Like he just, he just went out. in there and like you know he woodshed on it, and I wasn't around for one word of it. I was the, I was in the studio, but yeah. I was like I'm not in that room. Like, Once you heard him sing, though, you knew it was on. You're oh, like, we damn. can't destroy the drive. Yeah, man. The minute that the minute I heard like it start, I was like, because he had done it. And then that night I went in, Clint was gone. Like, this is the last thing that he did that he did for the record. And Clint had left already. And I just messaged him. I was like, dude, it's definitely on. 
Like it's for he did it, you know. Oh, he that's killed so cool. it. And I was semi shocked, you know, because yeah. it's like Lejean is a legendary singer. That dude is a whole nother world, you know, and he just killed it. So I was like, damn man. He not only did it, but he did it like Oh, that's so good. Yeah, man, it freaked me out. Dude. I was like, damn man, this is really gonna be on the record. So I can't wait to hear the rest of the record because he's killing it on that song. I mean, he kills it on the whole record. Yeah, yeah. Lejean what was? Do you guys it. say like you compared this album to? I think I heard you guys compare this album to Animosity. Is that just a rumor well, or like the thing is like a few like? people heard it, you know, and they were like, it reminds me of Animosity and Seasons together. That's my know? two favorite albums. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll let you hear it after we're done with this thing. Thank you. Yeah, it's. It's been done since October. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, to me, the record's shit. I'm like, that's fucking old news. You know, let's do another record already. If you did, that'd be amazing. Just two Seven Dust records. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it, if the world like Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. like, double album. We could do them back to back, that's for sure. I mean, that, that's the only thing that, you know... The people that have heard it are like, dude, this is the best stuff you guys have done since the early days, you know? Which is like a weird feeling because it's like, well, I thought we worked really hard on the stuff in between. The last album, you, know? you guys were amazing. But uh, but this one, the vibe was cool on this one. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that that has a lot to do with all the records. You know, it's always intriguing. Like, what style? Like, is this going to be a heavy album? Is this going to be a melodic album? You know what I mean? Do you guys ever talk about that? You just go in and always. say... We always walk in, let's do the heaviest record we've ever done. That's, that's and the it, mindset? And it never happened. Yeah. yeah never well, next, happened. Alpha was pretty pretty heavy. That one we probably said, man, let's do a really melodic, cool record. And it ended up being <laughs> a heavy opposite. record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, you know, the thing is, is uh, John is extremely melodic. And obviously, LeJean is, you know, yeah. extremely melodic. Um, it's good, man. But that's it's why like, we love you. You get into Clint being out of the band, and it's like, I'm gonna do some screaming on this thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So let's get real heavy, real quick, yeah. you know. But yeah, it. Uh, I think it's a really good record. Yeah, man, I can't wait, dude. And when's when's your um, EP coming out? Five songs. I mean, it, should, it could be it could be out as early as August. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's being mixed now. I'll let you hear that too. Thank you. So, yeah. It's, I mean, I'm dying for somebody to hear something. Dude, so we're going to listen to your solo and your yeah. soundest. Yeah, I'll let yeah. you hear all that we got to hurry up and end this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, I appreciate it, man. And when, uh, are you guys going to release another Seven Dust song? Or is this going to... Yeah, I mean, that's that's like the whole thing right now. It's it's super weird. It's like for a, the world being shut down, it's like Projected is finishing up now. I, think, mm-hmm. I know Le, that uh, Lejean, John is singing. Uh, he's singing. He's been singing. So... He'll be done yeah, any day. Yeah, I can't wait day. to hear that. And that's going to be an unreal. I heard one song that Clint had worked on, which is, again, it starts <laughs> to get ridiculous where it's like, so basically what we're getting at is it's the same fucking band with a different singer. You know, I mean, it's like projected as John singing and Clint's working with him. And then there's my solo thing that Clint played guitar on. We need Lejean. Lejean's He's got bust out. Yeah. There's no question Lejean has, a, he, he had five songs done, you know, yeah. when we were doing the last, this record. And uh, I don't know where he's at with it now as far as like how far along, mm-hmm. but he might have changed gears. He might go to a different style. Like I know that he has been working on the solo record for a while. Has he? Yeah. yeah. So that when that happens, that'll be great too. 
But the timing is is the thing that's all fucked up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who knows, it's, man? You start to think about like, I'll just do a record and we'll go for it. It's like, well, Seven Dust is Seven Dust is the real thing. Everything else, you know, is the fun that happens in between Seven Dust. So it's like, Clint does his thing, world shuts down. Damn. Morgan does his thing, single comes out, the reaction is huge. It goes from let's release the record in like November or something to well, we might release it earlier. And it's like, well, where's my solo thing going to go? Mm. John's in the studio finishing his record with Vinny. And it's like, okay, well, where the fuck is that thing going? Yeah. And then Lejean, who's got probably more songs than all of us a year ago, is like, by the way, dude, when's your record coming out? It's it's crazy. That is crazy, dude. A lot of stuff going it's just on. It's like horrible timing. Yeah, it was a bad time for the world to shut down. <laughs> Dude, I always think about like Molly Crew because they're like, we're getting back together. And yeah. then COVID hits. They're like, if they only knew, they would have not made this big like yeah. announcement like, we're back together. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, COVID. Yeah. Anyway, I always think of that too, you know. It's just the horrible timing. I mean, it really hit hit Clint the the hardest. That Did was it? The, yeah, I mean, the, the solo thing is, so I'm like, you know, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, dude, I'm fighting for that dude. Like, you know, if he's a Terminator, you know, like he doesn't, all he really cares about when he's not with his family is the music, you know? Mm. So it's like, it'd be zero issue at all for him to do a Clint show and a Seven Dust show the same night. Like it would, he'd walk through that like it was nothing. So that's, that's been talked about which I'm pushing for because mm-hmm. if that happens, I'm definitely playing drums on it. Yes. And then I'm like, well, wait a fucking minute. I don't know if I'm not no Terminator. How am I going to play yeah, two shows that, in the That's a lot. You know? But I would do it, you know, no question. I would do it because, I, I mean, I, I, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for all the guys, you know, but at the moment it's like Clint definitely got the raw deal, you know, yeah. like – a lot of people did, but in my circle of five, the mm-hmm. me and the other four dudes, he was the one that got the shit. It's crazy with all this craziness happened that you guys are more tight now than ever, right? And that is yeah, like- I mean, you know, it's we don't talk all the time. I mean, I talked to Clint more than the other guys. Uh, we were doing my record together, you mm-hmm. know, so that added to that. But um, you know, it's you take for granted what's going on. I think everybody probably does. They can say, you know, I don't take this for granted, but it's like, if the shit's just flowing, you know, you can say that all day long, but when it goes away, it's like, damn, you know, that's that's rough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. I mean, I've definitely, you know, like my girlfriend has dealt with a week of me just kind of being like, you know, I'm lost, yeah. you know, and I'm not gonna bitch about it because the rest of the world is lost, you know, but it's wild to be, she has a, you know, we got a new dog. She got a new dog out there while I was gone and her work opened up. So her world is back to moving. Mm -hmm. I have a dog to take care of that's running me wild and I love more than anything and I have work that is happening. And I've got a 12 year old that, you know, I need to, you know, re-up my crowbars every week to get him off the video game yeah. because really he's, you know, easy. Um, so we'll like go on walks and stuff, but I want him to have fun. You know, it's really summertime for him. So he wants to play video games, go and do it. And I find myself, I'm like, you know, trying to look for a grown up 
And then you fucking filled me with like yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, run-ups. Run now I'm just like you got your you run-ups. Know, <laughs> all intimidated. Just, just don't look at anybody in the eyes. Humans, because I've got a 12-year-old vocabulary these days. You know? But uh, yeah, so she's been having to deal with me, you know. Yeah. Where I'm like, you know, why don't you call me this much? You don't love me anymore, you know. It's oh, like, yeah? yeah, I'm twisted, you know, <laughs> fucked up because you know we should be preparing the tour yeah. or rehearsing the tour uh -huh. or promoting you know a record which all that is at least the promotion of it is going to start now you know so yeah thank my goodness, solo man. thing and that thing is it's all going to start dude you, you should do like private events or something like just you could play here we're definitely going to yeah. do stuff i mean i've heard all kinds of weird shit yeah, i heard dude. we were going to do one show this year and it was going to just be a stream show and it was going to be one yeah yeah and we were going to go to orlando and do it that was the one of the ideas then um i heard that you know if we can get it to where i i'm so thankful by the mm. way we didn't get into a political conversation yeah me too <laughs> why the fuck did i just bring that up no i'm just kidding <laughs> but uh you know it's like if the world opens up yeah i mean i was talking to the guys on the way over here and i was like this thing really got you know was was brought to us in whether it was last year or not it was a known thing going on in march yeah so you're looking at it going march april may and june four months mm-hmm I mean, it feels like it's been four years, but it's been four months. So it's like, if we can get it together over the next four months, then we'll be ready to go in October. You know, yeah. I mean, it can happen. Yeah. July, August, September. That's a good point. Maybe November. But I mean, either way, you know, if it happens this year, then it's going to be really interesting to see the rest of the music world move because yeah you wonder if it's gonna be like flooded with, oh yeah know. oh yeah yeah full on i mean that's why like our manager's like probably the most hated dude you know hated yeah. he's probably hated the most in in the deal because we're basically just like book september october so we have it held and it's like while you're at it book october november then book november december yeah. then book december january like we're just blocking off are you Oh yeah, Live Nation is crazy too, man. Like, I have, no have you heard idea. about Live Nation? Like, they have a yeah. bunch of like they, they've yeah. It must I be mean, hard working with them. We almost just got political. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. I, you know, I never deal with the uh, the budget building or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. When I see other people talk about it, that are people that I respect, that are probably more involved in that stuff than me. And they say, well, there goes touring. Um, that's no good, you know? I mean, we'll see what happens, but I'm not, I'm not worried at all. When it comes to our band, I'm not worried at all. You know, we'll... That's good news. When it comes time to tour, like if you can tour, I'm not worried about that part of it. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out a way. <laughs> we'll rent the fucking parking lot at Walmart and we'll have a real Seven Dust party. Fuck it. Dude, that'd be epic. You gotta film it. Every night. At Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> give them, just give them free tickets and 150 bucks. <laughs> Promise we'll go in there and buy something out of the dollar bin. <laughs> I mean, it, we'll do whatever it takes. Like we, we've definitely pulled that off. Morgan, thank you for being on the show, brother. Love I'm gonna you, shake buddy. your hand, man. I don't care yeah, about man. Oh shit, we didn't wear masks. We didn't do nothing. nothing. 
We were six we feet all, apart. Yeah, though. we are. And I'm gonna wash these hands right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a political nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>